This is a session on advanced persistent recurrent cervical cancer. <clears throat> Key trials. GOG 169. More JCO 2004. GOG 169. This was a randomized three, phase three trial in women with recurrent measurable disease, <clears throat> stage 4B, looking at cis versus cis-taxol in advanced recurrent can cervix cancers. Cis was dosed at 50 milligrams per meter squared and taxol 135 milligrams per meter squared every three weeks for six cycles. Ninety-two percent of patients had received prior RT in this study. The overall response rate, 20% cisplatin alone, 36% cisplatin taxol. So an improved response rate that was significant for cis-taxol, progression-free survival, improvement of two months from 2.8 to 4.8 for cis-taxol, Overall survival, no different, around nine months for both treatment arms. Cystaxol was the winner, superior response rate, and progression-free survival. Next trial. GOG204. Bradley Monk, JCO, 2009. GOG204 knew that cis was a very active agent in cervix cancer. So this was a phase three trial that compared cis and also that cis-taxol was the winner over cis alone. So this trial took cis-taxol as the reference arm and compared it to three other arms to determine the best players in advanced recurrent persistent cervix cancer with an endpoint of overall survival. Women could have squamous, adenosquamous, and adenocarcinoma. They couldn't have received any prior chemotherapy for metastatic disease. As mentioned, cis at 50, taxol 135 every three weeks was the reference arm. The experimental arms, vinorelbin, 30 milligrams per meter squared, day 1-8, plus cis, day 1, every three weeks. Gem, 1,000, day 1-8, cis, 50, day 1, every three weeks. Topotecan, 0.75, day 1 through 3. Cis, day 1, at 50, given every three weeks. So, vinorelbine cis, gem cis, topo cis, again, cis taxol. Six cycles. Five hundred and thirteen patients were enrolled. Important things to note response rate twenty nine percent in cystaxol, beating all the other arms vinorelbine cyst, gem cyst, um, topo cyst. Progression free survival five point eight months for cystaxol. 
beating all the other arms. Overall survival, 12.87 months in cystaxol. Not significant, but beating all the other arms. And ability to complete all six cycles, 56% for cystaxol. Not significant, but beating all the other arms. Bottom line, they stopped the study due to futility because all the experimental arms were clearly not superior to cystaxol. In terms of response rate, overall survival, or progression-free survival. There was a significant statistically improved response rate in progression-free survival and a clinically significant but not statistically significant increase in overall survival. GOG 240, very important trial. GOG 240, Tawari, New England Journal, 2014. This was a trial looking at the addition of bevacizumab in advanced recurrent metastatic cervix cancer. VEGF mediates angiogenesis in tumors. And angiogenesis is shown to drive HPV-mediated cervical carcinogenesis. So this was a phase three trial, US and Spain, adding BEV in <clears throat> a two by two design. 450 patients given CIS 50 plus Taxol 135 or 175, depending on if they'd had prior RT exposure or TOPO 0.75, day one through three, plus Taxol 175, with or without BEV. If they were a candidate for exempts, they weren't included. Endpoint was overall survival. <clears throat> 70% of patients were recurrent, and 10-11 were persistent disease. Nearly three quarters of patients in each group had received platinum-based chemo before with RT. They did an interim analysis at about a year. Topotaxol had a higher risk of progression than cystaxol, so they stopped that arm. Findings. Response rate with BEV, 48%. Response rate without BEV, 36%. Significant improved response rates at 48% with BEV. Overall survival, 17 months with BEV, 13 months without BEV. Significant. Roughly 3.7 months advantage, overall survival advantage. Progression-free survival, 8.2 months with BEV, 5.9 months without BEV. 2.3-month improved progression-free survival. Both of these were statistically significant. Fistula rate, 6% with BEV, no fistulas without BEV. 25% hypertension with BEV, 2% without BEV. 
Adding Bev to Cystaxol reduced the hazard of death with a 3.7-month benefit that was clinically and statistically meaningful. No detriment to quality of life. Low overall fistular rate, GI fistula rate of 3%. Topotaxol did not outperform Cystaxol. Forty uh, GOG two forty follow up. The final analysis showed overall survival sixteen point eight months with Bev, thirteen point three without Bev, a three and a half month improvement. Significant. Forty nine percent response rate chemo with Bev versus thirty six percent chemo alone. BEV impacts significantly progression-free and overall survival and a greater effective response. It's interesting to note when looking at the clinical benefit rate that the clinical benefit rate was 50% with cystaxel BEV versus 48% topotaxel BEV and 46% with cystaxel versus 25% topotaxol. So when you have topotaxol, your clinical benefit rate is 25%, and it jumps to 48% when you add BEV. With cystaxol, your clinical benefit rate is 46%, and it jumps to 50%. So the clinical benefit rate was significantly improved when you are giving someone topotaxol BEV compared to topotaxol alone. But again, no change in overall survival with the topotaxol. This may be an option for patients who really cannot receive any platinum to offer topotaxol with BEV. Next trial, JGOG 0505. This is a key trial referenced multiple times. Phase three, non-inferiority. Overall survival primary endpoint. 4B cervix cancer, recurrent cervix cancer, not amenable to RT or surgery. No more than one prior platinum chemo. No prior taxane therapy. Control arm, Taxol 135, Cis 50. Experimental arm, Taxol 175 Carbo AUC. So this was a cystaxol versus carbotaxol chemotherapy trial in advanced recurrent metastatic cervix cancer. 250 patients, non-inferiority design. Overall survival 18 months with cystaxol, 18 months with carbotaxol. If patients had no prior cysts, overall survival was shorter with carbotaxol. 13 months versus 23 months. One treatment-related death in the carbotaxol arm. Conclusion, taxol carbo not inferior to cystaxol. But if patients are, are platinum naive, cisplatin is preferred and more important to add. Two more trials, the keynote trials. Keynote 28. Phase 1B, basket trial. 
looking at PDL1 positive cervix cancer based on a combined positive score, CPS, over 1% of membranous staining. Given Pembro, which is an IgG4 anti-PD1 monoclonal antibody. For patients with cervix cancer who had progressed after standard therapy, overall response rate per resist. Pembro was 10 mg per kg every two weeks for 24 months until progression or toxicity. 42 patients. Patients had had exposure to RT in this group, as well as prior chemo and BEV. Follow-up about a year. Overall response rate, 17%. Duration of response, five months. 75% adverse events, rash, pyrexia. Concluded, Pembro has anti-tumor activity and safety profile similar to other tumor types. 17% overall response rate. Keynote 158. This was abstract only at ASCO in 2018. Phase 2 basket trial. Pembro. 98 cervix cancer patients. Progressed on a prior standard line of therapy. Pembro was given 200 milligrams IV every two weeks for two years until progression or toxicity. Overall response rate was primary endpoint by resist. Had to have a CPS greater than 1%. 83% of this cohort had PDL1 positive tumors. Overall response rate 13%. If you looked at just the PDL1 positive cohort, overall response rate was 16%. 30% disease control rate. They still haven't reached their duration of response. Durable responses with Pembro responders. 65% adverse events related to treatment, concluding durable anti-tumor activity, manageable safety. Response rates for Pembro, 13 to 17% in PDL1 positive by CPS score greater than 1% membranous staining, which is a companion diagnostic that is allowed for this trial or for this treatment.